Well, a lot of that game was uh, really, really fun in the first half, and then uh, not so much in the second half. Northwestern finally uh, drops one after a second half collapse. Let's talk about it. You are Locked On Northwestern, your daily podcast on the Northwestern Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey everybody and welcome in. This is Locked On Northwestern, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Carter Bird, and thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every single day. We, re- we really appreciate it. We're available wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. We're also on YouTube. Just search Locked On Northwestern. You can find us there. Wherever you're, you're listening, make sure you're subscribed and you turn on notifications so you don't miss an episode. Uh, today's episode coming to you a little, little bit later. Uh, missed a day or two here with some uh, technical problems, uh, but we are back. And today's episode is brought to you by our friends uh, at FanDuel. This episode is brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more uh, visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. All right, let's talk about this uh, Northwestern Illinois game. Northwestern coming in, all the momentum in the world had won five in a row, including wins over Purdue, Indiana, and Iowa, uh, all in a row at home with a couple road wins at Wisconsin and at Ohio State. Uh, on the road at Illinois in this one, an Illinois team that's um, metrics were pretty good. Uh, it's quite one game for Northwestern coming in. Uh, they were able to get the win earlier in the year, um, the first time out, 73-60 to 60 at home. Uh, that was a fun game. It, was, it really was. Um, but this time they're on the road and hostile environment. And you couldn't have asked for a better start. You really could not have because the way that Northwestern played out the gate was unbelievable. Uh, they were hot from three, going eight of 16 from three in the first half. Uh, that includes five of eight by Boo Booey from three in the first half. He goes eight of 15, 22 points in the first half, one of one at the line. Um, and you had Chase Audige, five points. He hit a three, two of six from the field, uh, three rebounds, a couple assists. Uh, and you got Brooks Barnheiser going a little bit in the first half as well. Seven points, two of five from the field, uh, one of one from three, two of two at the line. Five boards in the first half as Northwestern um, shot 35.1% from the field. But going 8 of 16 from 3 in that first half really allowed them to build a pretty significant lead. They go 3 of 3 at the line. Illinois on the other side, they go 34.6% from the field. 9 of 26 in that first half. 0 of 11 from 3. 1 of 4 at the free throw line, just 25%. As their leading scorer, well, it was three different guys. You had Hawkins, uh, Shannon, and Rogers, all with four points. Um, nobody else had more than that as Illinois was able to just uh, scratch out 19 points 
in the first half. Um, Northwestern did a good job on the offensive glass, getting seven offensive rebounds, uh, leading to eight second-chance points. Um, I mean, it really was. They also flustered Illinois early. Uh, Northwestern only had three turnovers. Well, Illinois had 10 in the first half, six of those coming off steals for Northwestern. Um, it really was a dominant first half, kind of like we saw, um, well, we saw against Iowa, kind of like we saw against Indiana. Uh, then you look at the second half and, uh, things didn't go quite as well as you see boo boo he still goes and gets 13 points in the second half four of nine from the field one of three from three four of five at the free throw line three rebounds um not a lot else went on for northwestern brooks barnheiser had four points two of four from the field oh of one from three he grabbed another another rebound in that second half ty berry one of three from the field four boards Couple of turnovers. Chase Audige, one of eight in the second half, two points, three turnovers. And I mean, outside of Boo Booey's 13 and Brooks Bonheiser's four points, you get eight total points by the rest of the team in the second half. Uh, Robbie Barron takes just one shot. Nicholson takes zero shots from the field. He goes two of four at the free throw line. Uh, Martinelli uh, didn't really get in, in the second half, so you didn't see him as much. But it just was a really, really odd game uh, in the second half. It felt like nobody got going. It was just Boo Booey out there by himself. And, you know, I mean, he can only take a team so far because when you look at uh, the numbers, I mean, you're 34.6% in the second half, 9 of 26 from the field, 1 of 5 from 3, 6 of 9 at the free throw line, uh, 4 of 5 for Boo Booey. So he had 4 of the... Uh, six makes for the team with the other two of four coming from Matthew Nicholson. Now, when you turn your attention to Illinois, Illinois got after Northwestern uh, in the second half. Um, You had Matt Mayer. He had 14 points, two of three from the field, two of three from three, eight of eight at the free throw line because Northwestern, for some reason, kept fouling him when he shot three-point shots. That was brutal. A just great way for India for Illinois to come back in the game. Five rebounds, one assist. He did have four turnovers in the second half, which was um, it was a lot. But uh, when you look at up and down the rest of the Illinois roster, Terrence Shannon Jr. He was the reason Illinois won this game. He was the reason for the comeback in the second half. Twenty-four points. He goes seven of eight in the second half. Uh, four of four from three, six of nine at the free throw line as he dropped 24 in the second half. Illinois as a team goes 13 of 24, uh, seven of those makes coming from Terrence Shannon in the second half. 54.2% as a team, seven of 13 from three after going 0 for 11 from three in the first half. They go 53.8% from three in the second half, 14 of 17 at the free throw line. So the free throw disparity, it's not crazy drastic, 21 to 12, but uh, on it goes to the home team for the second time in this series this year. Uh, but you have Terrence Shannon has 26 points for the game, 24 of those coming in the second half. Uh, as you saw, Illinois erase an 18-point deficit 
in the first half at 37-19 deficit at the half. And they come back in the second half, outscore Northwestern 47 to 25 to take a 66 to 62 win for the game. They shot better from the field than Northwestern. Northwestern was 35%, 22 of 63. Illinois was 22 of 50 for 44%. Uh, they were worse from three because Northwestern was 9 of 21. They were 7 of 24, Nor- Northwestern being 43%. Uh, Illinois being 29%, but the difference is uh, they got to the free throw line and they more often, they went 15 of 21 at the free throw line while Northwestern went nine of 12. Uh, They won the battle on the boards 40 to 31. Uh, They grabbed 30 defensive rebounds. Um, And, you know, I mean, they, they got bench production that Northwestern didn't get because Terry Shannon, well, he had, he had 26 off the bench. He was coming off. I think he missed a couple of games due to a concussion, if I recall correctly. Um, but it was in the second half, they protected the basketball better than Northwestern. They rebounded better and they shot better and they chipped away. Um, and I really, when you talk about this, we're going to talk about it here in a second, just because it's crazy what you got out of one guy. And it's disappointing what you got out of the rest of the squad for Northwestern. We're going to talk about that here in just one second. But first, let's talk about our friends from FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. It's a great time to get involved because uh, the NBA is going to continue to pick up steam. It's going to become more and more of a talking point as the season uh, second half of the season really gets rolling and uh, college basketball is getting close to postseason play, which is March Madness. What a great time uh, of year. And then, of course, golf is starting to pick up. The majors starting to show up. I think live golf is back in action as of today. Uh, all of that is coming back into play. Major League Baseball uh, just around the corner. Great time to get involved with FanDuel. Plus, FanDuel lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. B-A. Also, thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus, hear from big name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's talk about it because... What you got out of one individual for this Northwestern team was so spectacular. Boo Booey has taken his game to a different level. He is the best point guard in the Big Ten. He might be the best guard in the Big Ten. 
He's unbelievable. The way he started this game, he went 8 of 15 in the first half, 5 of 8 from 3, uh, 1 of 1 at the line. And then for the game, he goes 12 of 24, 6 of 11 from 3, 5 of 6 at the free throw line. Three rebounds, didn't have any assists. We'll get into why in a little bit. Uh, did have three turnovers, but he gives you 35 points. He was just unconscious the entire game. I mean, he just could not miss there for, for certain stretches of the game. He was clutch. Uh, he gave you everything you needed, and it was unbelievable. I mean, re- really, he took over the game. He outscored Illinois in the first half. It was 22-19. to 19. Uh, Boo Booey leading Illinois at halftime. And that carried into the second half for a little while. I mean, he still went and got you 35 uh, for the game. He was the highest scorer in the game by nine points. If you take out Terrence Shannon's just unbelievable second half, I mean, nobody else in the game besides Terrence Shannon and Boo Boo, he scored more than 14. Uh, I mean, it really was a spectacular performance as he has gone to a different level. I mean, I think he's set himself up where a good performance on Sunday and he's big 10 player of the week again. I mean, it was that special watching his performance in champagne uh, last night. It was dominant from start to finish. I mean, honestly, I think he ran out of gas because nobody besides Brooks Barnheiser, Brooks Barnheiser, who is supposed to be, I guess, coming into the year, your fifth, maybe sixth option on this team. Well, Brooks Barnheis has been really solid recently. He gives you 11 points, four of nine from the field, one of two from three, two of two at the free throw line, six rebounds in this game, one assist. He's your second leading rebounder behind Ty Berry. Doesn't turn the ball over. He hits some big shots. He hit a big bucket uh, in the second half just to kind of stem the bleeding for Northwestern because Illinois was just chewing up ground, closing the gap. Man, like, nobody else showed up in this game. I mean, Chase Audige is going through it right now. He gives you seven points. He goes three of 14 from the field. That's unacceptable. One of three from three. He doesn't get to the free throw line. That can't happen. He's too good of a player when his shot is off to not get to the free throw line. He's too strong. He's too athletic. He's got he's to get to the line. Chase Audige has not been to the line since the Ohio State game. He hasn't been to the line once against Purdue, Indiana, Iowa, and Illinois. Four straight games. In fact, in the in the month of February, if you go back to the the first Iowa game, from the first Iowa game on January 31st to now, he shot nine free throws, and he's hit five of them. He went two of four against Michigan and three of five against Ohio State. He's too good of a player when his shot's not falling to not get to the free throw line. He's got to figure out a way to be more consistent. If you look over his last, I believe it is eight games, three of 14, one of three from three, three of seven, 
one of one from okay well let let's just run through through the field goals three of 14 three of seven five of 16 six of 16 three of 12 five of 13 four of 16 seven of 19 that's 36 for 113 31.9% from the field from three it's one of three one of one four of 10 three of 12 three of seven one of three O of seven, one of five, 14 of 48, 29.2% from three, seven points, seven points, 14 points, 15 points, 12, 10, 11, 15. He's not efficient right now. He's going through it. I mean, if he gives you, if he gives you an average game, if he gives you 12, you win the game. If he shoots 35, 36% in this game, you win. You're not asking for much from him, I don't feel like. Ty Berry coming off a great game on on Sunday. He goes one of eight. He has two points. 0 of three from three. Does get you seven rebounds, which I appreciate. If you're going to have an off night, go crash the board. Make your... your, um, Presence felt in some other manner. Robbie Barron goes one of two from three in the first half. He plays just six minutes in the second half, and he um, takes one shot. So he disappeared on you. Nicholson takes one shot for the game. And we've seen how key he's been recently. Titus Verhoeven, somebody who's been a lot better recently. He takes two shots, one of two, two points. He only grabs you two boards. Nicholson only grabs you five boards. Both those guys go get you five assists or two, two assists each. Uh, Verhoeven fouls out, but I mean that's fine. That's kind of his roles. To he has to be extra physical and he fouls a lot because he's an undersized backup five. Martinelli gave you nothing o of two. He only played three minutes for the game, one rebound. I mean, you get nothing. You got 16 points that were not from Boo Booey and Brooks Barnheiser. 16 points. That's it. And I have a tweet about it that I'm about to find right now um, that paints a picture of just how rough, just how brutal that performance was. Bowie and Barnheiser go 16 of 33 from the field, 7 of 13 from 3, 7 of 8 at the free throw line. The rest of the team goes 6 of 30 from the field, 2 of 8 from 3, 2 of 4 at the free throw line. That's not going to cut it. It's got to be better. That's not good enough. You've got, you've got to, to get something out of the rest of the team. Because Boo Boo ran out of gas because you were asking him to hold the weight of the world on his shoulders. And eventually, that doesn't work. We're going to talk about what this means for Northwestern, where things stand, what they've got coming up here in just one second. But first, we want to thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen today. For your second listen, check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Experts Isaac Shade and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Plus, hear from big-name experts, coaches, and players throughout the college basketball landscape. 
Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so what do we know now? We know that Northwestern is 20-8. and eight. You're still in second place in the, in the Big Ten. You're still holding steady there. You're eleven and six in the Big Ten, second place. Uh, you're still you're still a game up, I believe. On um, you're a game up on Indiana. Uh, you're a game up on Indiana, Maryland, and Illinois, uh, which is which is big at this point in time of the year. Um, you have your tiebreaker with Indiana because you swept them. Maryland game coming up, gonna be a big one. Oh, you're you're also a game up on Michigan. I didn't see them. But yeah, I mean, you're clear right now. You split with Illinois. So I I don't recall exactly what the tiebreaker is there, but you're in a good spot. You're still second in the league. You are number up to number 42 in the Kimpom. Number 39 in the net rankings. You're 8 and 4 in quad 1. 3 and 4 in quad 2. One and zero in quad three and eight and zero in quad four. Your final three games are at Maryland, who's sitting at number seventeen in the Kin Palm, and I think they're sitting a little bit lower, twenty three in the net ranking. So that's another quad one game for you. Then you've got Penn State, who Penn State sits at fifty. Penn State at home sits at fifty six in the net rankings, fifty in the Kin Palm. That is a quad two game for you. Then you're on the road at Rutgers, uh, number 33 in the Kimpom, and they are definitely in quad one status, uh, 37 um, on the road for Northwestern in that final game. So you got two quad one games left and you got one quad two game. Can you go two and one? Can you go two and one? I think that's that should be the goal. I mean, if you sweep it, if you sweep it, you're um, second in the Big Ten and you've got. I mean, barring, I think you've got second uh, pretty much locked up because I don't think you're going to see uh, the two two game two more games get lost by Purdue. I mean, I guess they, they could lose to Indiana this weekend. Who knows? Uh, but you're sitting in a really, really good spot. If you just handle your business, you can come away with, this two, with the two seed in the Big Ten tournament, which would exceed every expectation that this season had. You're, you, when you look at the bracketologies right now, yes, you lose last night. They've both been updated uh, on CBS and ESPN. S- ESPN's got you as the sixth seed in the Midwest, matched up with uh, the winner of the Dayton game, Oklahoma State and USC, uh, with a three fourteen that you're paired up with as Marquette, the three seed, and Toledo, the fourteen seed. Uh, also in your region. You have Indiana as the five seed up on the other side uh, and Rutgers as the nine seed, a Rutgers team that is, if they're not careful, they could play their way out of the NCAA tournament as well. Your one seed is Houston. Your two seed is Texas. Duke's in here too. Um, pretty fun little region, I'll be honest with you. I think I don't feel horrible about the that draw for Northwestern on, on CBS. Northwestern's the six seed drawing the eleven seed USC in the first round in the West, uh, paired up with three seed Gonzaga and fourteen seed UC Irvine. 
the two seed in this region is Arizona. Uh, Indiana is the five seed in the other side. Uh, Maryland's the eight seed in the other side. Uh, and Kansas is your one seed. Liberty, who Northwestern saw earlier this year, is also uh, in that region for CBS. Uh, on the bubble watch on ESPN, Northwestern's the first team listed in the should-be-in category for the Big Ten, according to ESPN. I think you feel really good about that at this point in time. Uh, now you're looking at seeding for the Big Ten tournament, in my mind. Um, and look, I mean, you're back in action uh, on Sunday against at Maryland. Can you go take one from a team that's pretty daggum good? If you do that, then I look, everything's fine. I mean, the, the sky's not falling for, from this game. You were a five-and-a-half-point underdog in this game. You went on the road. You dominated the first half. You ran out of gas. You just didn't get – you get an average game out of Chase Audige, out of Ty Berry, out of Robbie Barry, and out of Matthew Nicholson. If you get an average game out of those guys, you win. You didn't. Um, it is what it is. This Northwestern team is fine. I think they they equated themselves well on the road in a hostile environment against Illinois. Um, you're back in action against Maryland on Sunday. This going to be a fun matchup. If Northwestern can win it, I think you're going to see them potentially move up in the AP poll despite going one and one um, because you're on the road against two good teams in a pretty deep Big Ten. So that's probably going to do it for today's episode. Appreciate you tuning in. Uh, thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every single day. We're available wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can find us. Uh, we're also on YouTube. Just search Locked On Northwestern. You can find us there. Wherever you're listening, make sure you're subscribed and you turn on notifications. You don't want to miss an episode as we cover this run to the NCAA tournament for Northwestern. Uh, but, yeah, I'm your host, Carter Bird. Uh, you can follow me on social media at CarterBird13, and uh, I'll see you all next time.